All right, I will say good morning, good morning. Let us, let us begin, begin by thanking all of our sponsors to thank our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Tishrei. Jerry and Sarah will ask you for dedicating over Shem this month in the Schuster of Fushlema for their grandson, Zechari Yadov ben Peral Shira, Shandy and Avram Kalman in memory of their beloved parents, and in the schus of all those who need a refuah shalema, Dr. Linda Weinberg, in loving memory of her husband, Peretz Moshe ben Avram, lay a soul as a schus for refuah shalema for her daughter, Ilana Bas Esther. A week, a week of learning sponsors, Joel Hosner, in thanks and in gratitude to the friends of the Israel Defense Forces, FIDF, who need our support to thank our Day of Learning sponsors, Avram Zeisman, in memory of his mother, Ziva Bas Avram, on the occasion of her yard site. We hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah, all of the Neshamas will have an Aliyah, all those who need a Rafua should have one together with Kol Chole Yisrael, and of course, we constantly learn and constantly daven in the schos of our precious soldiers, in the schos of Achim Yobinei Yisrael, in Eretz Yisrael, the Shparach who should allow our soldiers to be successful in all of their endeavors, and Emir Hashem should shield our brothers and sisters in Eretz Yisrael from all harm. So with that, let us let us begin. Today's daf is daf Samech. We are picking up Emir Hashem on on um, somewhere way before daf Samech. Then test on the base. So we left off. I will say again, we left off. Kashi Hilchos in the in the wide lines, in the wide lines, it's about uh, two, four, six lines in. So remember again, we just ended off. We ended off yesterday's that by saying that the halacha follows that the halacha follows Rabbi Yochanan, namely again that asi dibor umavatel dibor. One act of speech could come and negate or upend a previous act of speech. So the Gemara says as follows: Kash hilchosa hilchosa. The problem is one halacha contradicts another halacha. You told us that the halacha follows Rabbi Yochanan, the kaimalon hilchosa ki Rav Nachman. And the halacha is also like Rav Nachman. Now, what did Rav Nachman say? So they had asked Rav Nachman, they asked Rav Nachman, ultimately, what happens if a husband sends a get with a shaliach and then goes ahead and runs, that we had this case actually yesterday's that, then runs after the shaliach, goes ahead and tells the shaliach, I don't want to give the get. Can the husband then decide subsequently to still use that get? And what's Allah? Rav Nachman, Amr Chazram, and Garishbo. Rav Nachman said you can reuse the get. Rav Sheshes, Amr Eino Chazram, and Garishbo. Rav Sheshes says you can't reuse the get. The Kaimalon Hilchosa Kavasid Rav Nachman, and the Halacha follows Rav Nachman. Now, now, again, the reason why this seems to be a contradiction is isn't this a case of Asi Dibor Umevatel Dibor? Isn't this a case, shouldn't this be a case of one act of speech? negating another act of speech, right? Ruvain told the shaliach, go ahead and deliver the get to my wife. Then Ruvain said, don't deliver the get to my wife. So that's dibor mevatel dibor. And if that's the case, really the get should be voided, right? You shouldn't be able to use the get. Yet the halacha is, yet the halacha is that you can use the get. So that seems to contradict what you just said before. Tush Limar says, no, no, no. Nehi debatle mitoras shaliach Mitoras get lo batle. Again, remember, when Ruven runs after the shaliach, what is he doing? He's mevatel the shlichos. He's not mevatel the get. We actually, if remember, in our Gittin days, we discussed this distinction. Distinction between being mevatel, negating the shlichos, versus negating the actual document of the get itself. So therefore, again, these two halachas are not contradictory. In fact, again, we were asking like Rav Nachman, that if Ruven, if Ruven runs after the shaliach and says, no, I don't want to give the get, 
and then he decides later on that he wants to give the get, he can reuse the same document. That's fine. But we do paskin like Reish Lakish, I'm sorry, like, like, like Rabbi Yochanan, namely that Asi Dibor Umavatal Dibor. One act of Dibor can negate another. So also, remember again, plugging that into our sugya. What's our sugya? Ruven gives Rachel money. He says, Hare at Nikudesh Shloshim Yom. This is your case of Kiddushin. It'll be Chal after 30 days. After 30 days. So we'll say, so remember again, well, how do we get into this whole thing? If Rachel decides, and Rachel accepts it, if Rachel decides on day 15 that she doesn't want to marry Ruvain anymore, could she just simply say, no, thank you. No, thank you. Or does she need some type of Misa to go ahead and undo that Dibor? So remember again, we pass, we end up asking like, halacha Misa. Like Rabbi Yochanan, and therefore she could just simply say no, thank you. And once she says no, thank you, that is the end of the conversation. That's asi dibor umevatal dibor. Incredible, incredible. All right, let's go right there. Mikudashes l'sheni. So I'll say. So if you remember again, if you remember again. Similarly, the Mishnah, the Mishnah spoke about the idea. The Mishnah spoke about the idea that halacha l'maisa. If she goes ahead and. Right, it's the same case as before. <laughs> Reuven gives Rachel money, says, after 30 days, then Shimon comes along within the 30 days and gives her money. What's the halacha? What's the halacha? She's mikudeshes to Shimon. Mikudeshes to Shimon. So it says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Amar Rav, mikudeshes to Shimon the Olam. Rav says she's, okay, she's married to Shimon. That's it. She's married to Shimon, quote unquote, you know, forever. Forever. Shmuel over Shmuel says, Mekudeshes Lashini Ad Lamid Yom. Shmuel says, no, 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 this is interesting. She's only Mekudeshes, she's only Mekudeshes to Shimon up until 30 days. Very interesting. After 30 days, Shimon's Kiddushin falls off and Ruvain's Kiddushin comes in. Okay, so the Gemara says, Yasef Rav Chisda Vagashele. So Rav Chisda said, that doesn't make any sense. Kiddushi shini b'may paki. I don't understand how to say. If you're telling me that the kiddushin to Ruvain, to, I'm sorry, to Shimon works, if that's actually true, the kiddushin to Shimon works, then how does it, paki also means like it's removed. How is it removed? So the truth is, the truth is, there is a machlokas, as to how to frame Lachlokas. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Baruch Atah Adonai, Aminu Malach Olam, Shakol Niya B'Dvaro. Amen. So I will say, there's an interesting Lachlokas as to how to frame the Lachlokas. So remember again, here, here's what we have. We have Lachlokas Rav and Shmuel. Rav says, she's Mekudeshes to the second guy, we'll call him Shimon, forever. Shmuel says, she's Mekudeshes to the second guy, up until the Kiddushin of the first guy kicks in. There's Machlokes now as to which case in the Mishnah the Machlokes applies to. Machlokes on the Machlokes. So the Gemara says, listen to this. So Rav Yosef, so I'm sorry, the Gemara, I'm Rav Yosef, Mar Arisha Masle So one opinion frames the Machlokes as referring to the Reisha. Well, so remember again, the Reisha is Ruven gives Rachel money. So one goes ahead and frames the Machlokes on the Reisha. And again, ultimately again, and the problem with framing it on the Reisha is the statement of Shmuel. That I understand that if the Kiddushin of the second guy of Shimon works, 
How does it just simply fall away after 30 days? Rabbi Yehuda, however, again, understands this machlokas as referring to the seifa, the end of the Mishnah, and he doesn't have a kasha. Rabbi remember again, what was the seifa? The seifa was mi'achshav vi'ad shloshim, sorry, mi'achshav ula'achar shloshim yom. So Rabbi remember again, what was the seifa case? The seifa case was, Ruven gives Rachel money, and he says to her, this is your, this hariat nekudeshasli, mi'achshav ula'achar shloshim yom. From now. Now, we'll say, what does that little word me'achshav do? What does that do? Retroactivity clause. So now watch this. Rav So Rav says, ultimately, again, the second guy could be mekudeshes, but not mekudeshes, right? The olam. Which means what? We'll say that, technically speaking, during the 30 days, could the kiddushin of the second guy work? Could it work? It could work. It could work. What's the problem? Once the end of the 30 days comes, retroactivity clause is triggered. Once retroactivity clause is triggered, then what happens? Retroactively, the first Kiddushin was Chal, which means that retroactively, at the time that she received the second Kiddushin, she was already married. What's the effect of receiving second Kiddushin once you're already married? What's the effect? Well, it's bad. It's bad, right? Not good for one Shalom bias, right? But, but Lamaisa but doesn't work. Totally inconsequential. Ushmula Rishmula says, Mekudashas, Ve'inu Mekudashas, Ela Ad Lamed Yom. Shmuel says, ultimately, again, she's Mekudeshes, but ultimately, again, not in Mekudeshes, and only until 30 days. Shmuel says, no, no, no. When Shimon gives her the Kiddushin, she's Mekudeshes. She's Mekudeshes, right? But what? The Kiddushin only lasts up until 30 days. Because once the 30th day comes, then retroactively, she's married to guy number one, and then again, Kiddushin number two falls away. So the Gemara says, so an, an, an interesting, an interesting idea. So the Rav, Now we'll say, what, what is at the core of all of this is the following. Is that the core of all of this is following? When a man says, right, to Rachel, Ruben goes over to Rachel, and he says, sorry, Atnikudeshasli, me'achshav ula'achar shloshim yom. So I say, if you look at that phrase, it's inherently contradictory. Right? Why is it inherently contradictory? Me'achshav means now. Lachar Shoshim Yom means later. So, which, so how, how do you reconcile that? How do you reconcile that? So, I say, so now listen to this. Rav wasn't sure. So, on one hand, you could look at it like a t'nai. Like a t'nai. What's the t'nai? What's the condition? After 30 days, you will be retroactively married to me. Right? Retroactively to this point. Or chazara. Or is it a retraction? The way you could read this, the way you could read that statement is, means it's a tonight, it's a condition. That after 30 days, there's a retroactivity clause that is triggered, and ultimately, again, we'll be married up until this point, or, or retroactively, we're married from this point. Or, it's a retraction. Ruben said, It's like, yeah, you know what? I still have a couple of things I'd like to do in my single life, right? So let's actually make it. Steve, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm sorry. Sorry for the tear. My pleasure. But no, but instead, let's make, it, let's make it after 30 days. Let's make it after 30 days. So that's the Shaila. Is it a Tanai or is it a retraction? So Gimara says, Gimara says, According to Shmuel, ultimately, again, he sees it that it's Pashit, that it's a Tanai. And I will say, this is the Machlokes of the following Machlokes Tanai. 
Alter. So we'll say, so again, so, so that, that, that's what's driving this. Rav is not sure. Rav is not sure. At the end of the day, is this a tonight or is it a Chazara? Shmuel sees it Pashit that it's a tonight. So the Gemara says, so the Pluta tonight, the Sanyo, Mayom of the Achra, Misa, Get, Veino, Get. So we'll say, we have the, we have the parallel Machlokes, ultimately again by Gitten. What happened by Gitten, right? The man says, this is your Get from today and after my death. Get ve'ino get. It's a suffix get, according to the Chachamim. Rabbi Omer, kazeh get. Rabbi says, ultimately, again, it's a get. So we'll say, what's the machlokis over here? Chachamim aren't sure about this statement. This is your get from today, right? And after I die. So is it a tonight or is it a retraction? And therefore, again, if it's a tonight, fine. If it's a retraction, it doesn't work. Why not? Because then when does he want to get to be chal? After he dies. He can't give a posthumous get. So the Chachamim weren't sure. Rebbe says, no, it's a t'nai. It's a t'nai and it's totally fine. So the Gemara says, I don't understand. So that's the case. V'neim arav halacha kirabbanon. V'neim ashwa halacha kirabbi. So why doesn't Rav just simply say that halacha is like the Rabbanon by the case of Gittin? And just let Rebbe say that halacha is like, just that Shmuel say that halacha is like Rebbe. To which the Gemara says, no, 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 tzricha. You need both cases. Why? Di'ilu amarav halacha kirabbanon. If Rav would have just said halacha has rabbanon, hava amina hasam delrechoka kaasi. By get, ultimately again, that's, that's where that's where he espouses his position because there that the, the, he's trying to distance his wife, so to speak. But over here by Kiddushin, maybe he would agree with Shmuel that it's a tonight. The Amr Shmuel Halacha like Rabbi, have Amina Hasan who didn't get. It's only in that case where it's not a get. Why? But here there's nothing wrong with framing Kiddushin to take effect after 30 days. You should agree with Rav. Therefore, Tzvicha. Therefore, you need both independent cases. So, both sides. so therefore, what we are left with is a fundamental machlokas, Rav and Shmuel. Essentially, whenever you make one of these statements, How do you understand these phrases? Are they a Tanai? So Shmuel understands it's a condition. It's, it's triggering a retroactivity clause. But Rav is saying... Rav is saying, I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure. Maybe it's a retraction. Maybe he originally wanted the transaction to take effect now, and then he changed his mind, and he wants it to take effect later. So again, according to Rav, all of these cases are going to be suffix. According to Shmuel, all of these cases are bona fide to know him. Incredible. So I'm really ulatame de Rav, According to Rav's logic, so watch this, watch this. So according to Rav, so Rav is not sure, Rav is not sure ultimately again in these cases, is it a tnai or is it a retraction? So, so now Abai is like this, according to Rav who's not sure, listen to the following case. Reuven comes along and says to Rachel, gives her money, this is your case of Kiddushin from now and after 30 days. Okay, watch this. But it's not over. Shimon comes along. Oh, so Shimon comes along and says, This is your Kiddushin now, from now, and after 20 days. And it gets better. Type of Samich. Levi, right? It's a party. Levi comes along and says, This is your Kiddushin from now, and after 10 days. So we'll say, What's the halacha? So she's going to need a get from Ruvain and from Levi. But she's not going to need a get ultimately again from Shimon. Why not? If it's a Tanai, so they ultimately again, the Kama Kiddushet, the Hanach Lav Kiddushet. I don't understand. Let me understand this. 
If you hold that these type of statements are a tenai, then ultimately, again, the first one affected Kiddushin, the first one affected Kiddushin, I'm sorry, the Kame Kiddushin, the Hanukh Lav Kiddushin, then the rest are not Kiddushin. If it's a retraction, then the Basra Kiddushin, then the last guy's Kiddushin is an effective Kiddushin. The Hanukh Lav Kiddushin, because the last guy, remember again, the last guy is the shortest duration, right? He's the guy who's affecting Kiddushin ultimately within 10 days. So, we'll say, so therefore, again, if that's the case, right, if it's a retraction, the Basra Kiddushi, the Hanachlav Kiddushi, ultimately, again, then the last guy, we called him Levi, the last guy's Kiddushi should be good, the rest should not be good. So why would she, why would she require a get from one and three? To which the Gemara says, I would have thought, Rabbi said that what? Maybe the Lashon is both a Tanai as well as a chazara. And ultimately, again, and our shouldn't say so, in other words, it has both connotations. And therefore, just to be on the safe side, we should require a get from all three of the parties. Kamash not so. Okay. Ula am Rabbi Yochanan, afilu tov simba. I will say, Ula says in Rabbi Yochanan, it's not true. Even if this happened a hundred times, in other words, this, this scenario that we just mentioned before, even if it literally happened a hundred times, Ultimately, again, Kiddushin would work. Now, we'll say, now, obviously, when we say Kiddushin would work, what that would mean is we would require a get from each of these individuals. I'll explain to you Rabbi Yochanan's logic. It's actually very interesting. These men who have been Mekadishar, they've arranged themselves like a row of bricks. What's the Pshad row of bricks? It's fascinating. You can see this if you walk outside of Davening and look at our new Mikdash Ma'at. They're putting up the block by the, by the front of the building. So I'll say, when you put up bricks, when you put up block, you don't put up block like one right next to the other. There's space. There's space. Now that space ultimately is where the mortar, I guess it's mortar, right? Where the mortar goes that holds everything together. So the Gemara says, these guys, these guys who are being Mekadish, this same woman, but with different durations, they're like rows of bricks where there's room, there's a little bit of room in between each brick. Now the metaphor is, there's a little bit of room for the next guy's Kiddushin to go ahead and somehow take effect in some way. So Shavit, let's say it's, it's also just an incredible, uh, it's an incredible metaphor, an incredible metaphor for Achdus. You can learn a lot. I, I don't know I, I, because this is happening right outside of my right outside of my window of my office. I learn a lot. There's like a lot of daily musr that I see from the from the building. This notion of the block is fascinating. Let's say when you look at the block, you look at the finished product. So ultimately, everything is together, right? There's a profound achdus in the blocks, right? If one of the blocks decides he doesn't want to be a block, he wants to be a beam, you know, he wants to be, so the, whole, the whole thing falls apart. It's uniform, it's there. And I say, but how do you achieve achdus? How do you achieve achdus? Every brick has to give the other one a little bit of room. You see, if the bricks are on top of each other, right? The bricks are on top of each other, then ultimately, again, there's no room for the mortar, there's no cohesion. If the bricks give each other the blocks, give each other a little bit of room, that then suddenly, again, everything comes together to, to be a beautiful edifice. What does it mean to give each other a little bit of room in, in the context of Kalal Yisrael? People say, you know, sometimes we have to, 
We're so exacting of each other, right? Someone doesn't do exactly what I want them to do, how I do it, when I want them to do it. They, you know, it doesn't say, and this happens in marriage, it doesn't say exactly what I want them to do, how I want them to say it. We get so upset, and we get so angry, and we get so resentful. If you want to build a beautiful edifice of achdos, one brick has to give the other brick a little bit of space. There's got to be a little bit of space, a little bit of breathing space. None of us are perfect. By definition, we go ahead and we make mistakes and we do things we're not supposed to do, say things we're not supposed to say. If we just give each other the little bit of space, right, in between bricks, then we could come together to build a beautiful edifice. So the Lord says as follows, Masiv Rav, Masiv Rav Hanino, Misa, Ultimately, again, if he says from today, right, this is, this is the get. This is back to the get case. Right? So Ruben gives Rachel a get. He says, this is your get from today until after I die. Or, or Ula Achamisa, and when I die. So what's Halacha? Get ve'eno get. We both say it's a suffix get. Suffix get. Now I both say, now, this is in line with the position of Rav. Right? Why? Because we don't know what is he saying. What is he saying? Is that, is that a t'nai? Or is it a retraction? So the Gemara says, Bishlama, see here it is, Bishlama, so what's the halacha? Get ve'eno get, ve'emes, therefore if Ruvain died, choletzes v'lo mesyabemes. Ultimately, again, Rachel has to do chalitza, has to do chalitza, and doesn't do yibum. So Bishlama, the rab so this makes perfect sense according to Rav, right? Rav will say, why? Because the whole position of Rav, the whole position of Rav is that halacha l'maysa, that halacha l'maysa, um, we don't know, is such a statement, a t'nai, or is it a retraction? The Shmuel nami hamani rabbanani. What's according to Shmuel? Whose opinion is it? It's the rabbanon. The anam da amri karebi. So I'll say the Shmuel will say, okay, look. We'll say this is also something we've mentioned this many times. So I'll say the Gemara was raising this as a kashan Shmuel. Kashan Shmuel, right? Because according to Rab, this makes perfect sense. Rab is not sure. Is it a tonight or is it a retraction? Therefore, again, halachalamaisa. It's a safek get. And if Ruvain dies, if Ruvain dies. Ultimately, she's going to have to do chalitza and no yibum. So the Gemara brings this up, as obviously works with the position of Rav, but it's a kash on Shmuel. Shmuel says, it's not a kash on me. Why is it a kash on me? It reflects a different opinion. It reflects a different opinion. I would say sometimes the greatest thing in life is when one could acknowledge that differing opinions exist. That's it. Shmuel says, it's only a kasha if you think, right, that, that every single price has to reflect my opinion. But I acknowledge the fact that there are differing opinions in the world. So since the, this is the Rabbonon, and therefore, again, it's not a steer to me. Incredible. So the Gemara says, but according to Rabbi Yochanan, who holds, said that in these kind of cases, where there's, let's say, repeated gitten or repeated kiddushin, Ultimately, again, where each person leaves a little bit of space for the next, that doesn't work by gin. Kol gita de mishayir bavalo klumhu. We'll say any get, any get which leaves intact some vestige of marriage is not a get. Again, this is like Gitin 101. What does a get do? A get is a davar hakores beino lebeino. It is saying that absolutely, wholly, and unequivocally severs marital bonds. If it doesn't do that, then it's not a get. So how would this even be a safe get? To which the Gemara says, And therefore, in the case where he gave this kind of get, not only should she, she should be able to do even if she wants to. No, no, no. Both a get and, and death accomplish the same thing. They both extract the woman from marriage. Whatever the get left over, death, death finished up. How can you, how can you, how can you compare that? Me, dummy. Get yavam misa machnisa On one hand, I will say a get removes her from 
the domain of Yavam. Obviously, after, after giving a get, there is no longer any kind of Yibum. But ultimately, again, Misa, death, enters her into the Rosh Hashanah. What's the reason over there? Gzera Mishubai Bagin. Why is it that ultimately, why is it that in the case of why is it that in the case of Mehayom Ula Achar Misa, it's a Safe get? In other words, I will say, what Ingmar is essentially saying is, there really shouldn't be such a thing as a Safe get, because any get that leaves intact some vestige of marriage is not a get. So what's going on over here? To which the Gemara says, Gzera Mishum Mehayom Imasi Hareze get. I will say, what we are concerned about is, is the case of Mehayom Imasi. From today, if I die now, I will say, Mehayom Imasi is a valid get. Is a valid get. So we're concerned that is different ultimately again than Mehayom Ula Achar Misa. So we're, that case works. So we're concerned, we're concerned that if we say that in the case of Mehayom Ula Achar Misa, it's for sure not a get, one will come to confuse that with the case of Mehayom Imasi. Mehayom Imasi. So the Gemara says, Mehayom Imasi de Tachlos. So why don't you go there, therefore, in the case of Mayomi Masi, that you should have to do Chalitza, lest you come to confuse it ultimately again with Mihayom al Achamisa. First, why the Hanabos say, Im Ata Omer Choletes Misyabemes. The Gemara says, Hachanami Im Ata Omer Choletes Misyabemes. Because we're concerned, we'll say, remember again, Chalitza Yibum are two sides of the same coin. So we're concerned that ultimately again, if we mandate Chalitza, she could also think that she could do Yibum. I say the same thing over here that Allah if she thinks that if you tell her to do Chalitza, she thinks she can do Yibum. To which the Gemara says, who cares? To Siyabim, let her do Yibum. I'm not concerned about that because Chashasha Dirabanahu. It's only an issue, Midirabanahu. So both say, so bottom line, okay, so now this is the end of the Sugya. So both say, so this, this is a Yisraelistic idea that we, have to, that we have to analyze here just for a couple of moments. So here's what we have, just to kind of rack up the Halachas that we've seen. So Halacha number one that's very important, Rabbi say, is that that we pass in ultimately again like Rabbi Yochanan, that asi dibor umevatal dibor, right? One act of speech can negate a previous act of speech, which is why in the case that is this, right, in the ratio of the Mishnah, Ruven comes over to Rachel, gives her money. will be after 30 days. Day 15, she decides she doesn't want it. What's the halacha? What's the halacha? She could simply walk away. Simply walk away and absolutely no problem. Now, Rabbi will say, our, our challenging case is what happens in the case of right? This is your get from now and after 30 days. So Rabbi will say, so here is where we have, and now, so, so again, if nothing happens, if nothing happens and 30 days go by, so she's married, she's married. The shaila that comes up is what happens if she accepts kiddushin from another man during those 30 days. So I will say, so this is Machlokis Rav and Shmuel, and what this has to do with is, is me'achshav u'la'achar shloshim yom? Is that a t'nai or is that a retraction? So I will say, so now listen to this. So the, so the, um, so the Ramam writes as follows. The Ramam says, Hari'at nekudesh asli me'achshav u'la'achar shloshim yom b'dino so ultimately, I'm say, the, 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 the Rambam really passing is like Rav. Yeah, we're not sure. We're not sure. It's a suffix. It's a suffix. Is the statement ultimately, again, is it a Tanai or is it a retraction? So the Rambam says it's a suffix. Therefore, what? Lefichach shnehem nostim get 
Bein besoch shloshim, bein besoch shloshim, bein laachar shloshim. So both say, therefore, the Rambam paskins that halacha lemaisa, halacha lemaisa. In this case of meachshav, if a second person comes along and gives her kiddushin during the thirty days, during the thirty days, who is she married to? Is she married to guy number one because of retroactivity clause? Is she married to guy number two because it wasn't a retroactivity clause, it was a retraction? So therefore it's a suffix. Because it's a suffix, she's going to require a get ultimately again from both individuals. So Paskins like Rav. Incredible. Incredible. So both say so we paskin again. We pass so essentially the takeaways are we paskin like Rav Yochanan, that Asi Dibor Umevatal Dibor, and we paskin like Rav. That me'achshav ula'achar shloshim yom, we don't know what to do with that statement. Is that a t'nai or is it a retraction? It's a suffix. And therefore again, and therefore again, if another man does in fact give her kiddushin during those days, during those 30 days, we would require a get from both individuals. Okay, incredible. Mishnah. Ha'omer li'ishare atmikudesh asiyamanasha etin lach masayim zuz. This was some more cases of Tanaim. So a man says to a woman, Ruben goes over to Rachel, this is your get on the condition that I give you 200 zoos. So Harizim Mikudeshes, Vuyitein. Okay, so that, that's, that's fine. She's Mikudeshes and he has to give her money. Let's give her money. Amrash Etein Lucham Mikan Vad Yom. So if he says, this is your condition on the condition that I give you the get from now until 30 days, what's that Lucha? Nasan La Besok Shlosh Yom Mikudeshes. say, so this is a classic tonight. If he gives her the money within 30 days, then she's Mikudeshes. Ve'em Lav, Ain't Mikudeshes. Ultimately, Rose says, so again, I want to be clear, there's no, there's no, Retroactivity clause over here, right? This, this is, he's just simply saying, if I give you money within the next 30 days, you're Mikudashas. And if not, you're not Mikudashas. He doesn't have to say if not, but you're not Mikudashas. So the fine. If he gives her the money in 30 days, she's married. If he doesn't give her the money within 30 days, she's not married. Simple cases. Amanas, she Let's say he says, you become Mikudashas on the condition that I have 200 Zos. Harezim Mikudashas, Vyeshlam. Fine. So if he, again, I will say straightforward cases. If he has 200 Zos, so she's Mikudashas. Doesn't have 200 zoos, she's not in the Kudashas. Amenas she'erech masayim zoos. Let's say he says to her, become married, you're married to me on the condition that I show you 200 zoos. What's halacha? Harezu mikudashas, vira'ala. She's mikudashas, assuming that what? He shows her the money. Show me the money. Ve'im hira'ala shulchan, eina mikudashas. It's very interesting. If he's a money changer, if he's a money changer, right? The shulchani, and he shows her ultimately again, 200 zuz on the table, then ultimately she's not Mikudeshes. Why not, Rabbi Because Bepashtos, or possibly, it's not his. In other words, when he says, become Mikudeshes on the condition that I show you 200 zuz, what's understood in that statement is, I'm going to show you whose 200 zuz? My 200 zuz. In other words, Rabbi say, you know, if he works in a bank, if he works in a bank and takes her to the vault and says, look, look at all these zuzim over here. So obviously that's not going to work because Lamaisa, that's not his. That's not his. Good. Well, so let's go back to Itmar. So I'll say, see, now let's focus on this for just a moment. First case. Reuven goes over to Rachel, says, You are married to me on the condition that I give you 200 zuz. So I'll say, by the way, I know everyone understands it, but I'm just going to mention it. Of course, you know, obviously all these cases only work if the woman consents to it, right? I, I know it sounds strange, right? It sounds like the guy's going over to her, okay, 
here's the deal. I'm gonna take charge kind of the guy, right? Here's the deal, right? Here's the money, and then we're married. It's like, uh, so obviously, I will say it's understood. Kiddushin doesn't happen without the consent of the woman. We're, we're just focusing on this from the from the man's transactional perspective, from the transactional perspective. Right? So I'll say, so again, so what happens? So I'll say, so now Reuben goes over to Rachel. He says, Become on the condition that I give you 200 zos. Okay, so we'll say, so now there's a machlokis on the mechanics. Itmar, Rafuna Amar, Vohu Yitain. Rafuna says, fine. The halacha is, when he gives her the money, the kiddushna is retroactively chal to the time that they entered into this marriage. So in other words, if he goes over to her on Thursday, right, and says, right, this, we're married on the kiddushna, I give you 200 zos. And he gives her the money on Sunday. Gives the money on Sunday. Rav says, Rafuna says, no problem, no problem. When he gives the money on Sunday, retroactively they're married to Thursday, right? Fine. Rafuna Amar Lechishit. Rafuna says, no, no, no. There's no retroactivity over here. Retroactivity over here. When are they married? When are they married? When he gives her the money. So on Sunday, when he gives her the money, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, they'll be married as of Sunday. Rafuna Amravu Yitin, Tina Havi Mekayim, Rafuna Amravu Yitin, Tina Havi Mekayim, Mekayim Tina Vazil. So ultimately, Rafuna says it's a Tanai. It's a Tanai, right? That he hears what he's, he's saying, become Mikudashas. Essentially, what he's saying is become Mikudashas to me, parentheses, as of now, when I give you the money. So whenever he gives her the money, ultimately the Kiddushan is retroactively chal. Rav Yehuda Amarim lechishe yitein, lechiyav havi Kiddushay, Kiddushay hashta mihu lo havi Kiddushay. Rav Yehuda says, there's no tenai, right? There's no tenai, I mean, or, or there's a condition, but there's not a tenai. In other words, I should say it differently. There's a condition, there's no retroactivity. There's retroactivity. So therefore, whenever he gives her the money, they'll be married from that moment going forward. So my ben so what's the practical difference between these two opinions? So interesting, it's obvious. There's a big nafkamina. A nafkamina, she meets a wonderful guy on Friday named Shimon. Right? It's love at first sight. She accepts Kiddushin from him. Only one little issue. She never told Ruvain. Ruvain gives her, Ruvain, Ruvain gives her the money on Sunday. On Sunday, so I'll say. So according to Rav Huna, now the kiddushin of Shimon is void, right? Because ultimately, again, the, the kiddushin of Ruvain is retroactive. According to Rav Yehuda, no, that's it. Ruvain lost his chance, and the kiddushin to Shimon is good. To which the Gemara says, "Utnan We see the same concept by Gitin. What happened by Gitin? Ki agavna. Homer the Isharei zegitech amrashatit nimasaimzos. I will say this is the reverse case, right? In this case, Ruvain says to Rachel, "This is your get." On the condition you give me two hundred zos, so I will say so. Right, in other words, essentially, what Ruben is doing over here is demanding money for the get, which of course is unequivocally wrong, morally reprehensible, and should never be done. But nevertheless, he's doing it. He's doing it. So ultimately, again, he's saying this is your get on the condition you give me two hundred zos. Harayzemigurashes vehititain. Ultimately, again, I will say so. What's the halacha? She's migurashes and she owes him the money. So what's the shaila? I will say what's the shaila? When is she Migureshes as of? So Rafuna Amar Rafuna says, when she gives the money, the, the get is retroactively chal, ultimately again to the moment he gave it to her. Rabbi Huda said, no, the chishatite, no, there's no retroactivity over here. When she gives the money, then she is divorced. So the Gemara says, Rafuna Amar Azla. Rafuna says it's a Tanai, and therefore the Tanai triggers retroactivity. Rabbi Huda Amr Lechishet Yitain Lechiyavi Lehavigita Hashta Miyalo Haviget. 
So we'll say the same machlokis. So the only thing we're pointing out over here is we'll say the same machlokis Rav Huna and Rav Yehuda that applies by Kiddushin applies by Gin. It's the same fundamental machlokis, which is when you go ahead and you attach, uh, right, you, I, this, is your, this is your Kiddushin on, right, when I give you money or this is your get, when I receive money. So I will say, so again, Rav Yehuda will say there's a retroactivity clause that is built into this and therefore as soon as the money is given, the get or Kiddushin is retroactively chal to the moment that it was given. Rav, uh, that, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's Rav Huna. Rav Yehuda says there's no retroactivity over here. The, the, either the Kiddushin or the Gittin is Chal when the, when the actual money is given. So Gemara says, I'm a base. My Benel. But as I sound 60, be my Benel. But also, what's the practical difference between these two opinions by Gittin? Iku Benayu, Shiniskara Haget. But also, very interesting. Let's say Ruvain gives Rachel the Get on Thursday. Right? And here's the condition. This is your Get when you, Rachel, give me, Ruvain, 200 Zuz. Fine. So now what happens? On, on, on Friday, the get is destroyed. Friday, the get is destroyed. Sunday, she gives him the money. She gives him the money. So Rav says, listen to this. Rav Huna, have a get. According to Rav Huna, when she gives him the money on Sunday, the get is valid. Why? Because according to Rav Huna, there's a retroactivity clause that's triggered. Rav Yehuda, lo have a get. According to Rav Yehuda, ultimately, there's no retroactivity. And therefore, again, when is the get chal? When she gives the money. When did she give the money? On Sunday. What was the status of the get on Sunday? Destroyed. There's no get to talk of. And therefore, again, she is not divorced. So both say, so therefore, same machlokes, Rav Yehuda, Rav Huna and Rav Yehuda, both by Gittin as well as by Kiddushin. And again, it's the same from, essentially, we're going to, what's the machlokes? The machlokes is, does a Tanai come with an inherent retroactivity clause or not? That, that's really the machlokes. Rav Huna essentially says, every Tanai comes with a built-in retroactivity clause. Rav Yehuda says, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. The only thing ultimately, you know what creates retroactivity clause? According to Rav Yehuda, say what, what creates retroactivity clause? One word. What's the one word? Me'achshav. Me'achshav. Retroactivity clause, you could do it, but it's got to be explicitly built in. So the Gemara says, now the obvious question about say is, why do I need two cases over here? If it indeed is the same achlokas, why do I need the same achlokas stated both by Gin and by Kiddushin? Here's what I'll tell you why. You need both. If we would have just said the Machlokis by Kiddushin, that's the case where Afuna says that there's a retroactivity clause. Why? Because we'll say, it makes sense. He wants to marry this woman. So it makes sense to, to create the Chalos, the Halachic actualization of the Kiddushin as early as possible. Aval Gerishin, the Rechoka Kaasi. But by Gerishin, ultimately, again, where what's his intention? To push her away. Maybe even Rav Huna agrees that we delay that as long as possible. Vietmar Bahal, and who had just said the, 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 the Gerishin case, Bahal come Rav Huna, Rishon Di'ihu lo kasifle lemitba. That's the case Rav Yehuda ultimately says his position. Why? Because he, a man is not embarrassed to ask a woman for money. Aval hacha, but I will say by Kiddushin, where she may be a bit more reticent to ask him for money. Perhaps Rav Yehuda, perhaps Rav Huna agrees with Rav Yehuda. Therefore, therefore, in both cases, fine. I will say, but bottom line, bottom line, it is the same machlokis by both cases. When a tenai is made, when when I give you two hundred zuz, right? Or when you give me two hundred zuz. So Rafuna telling us that Allah when the money is given by the Kiddushin case from man to woman, 
by Gerishin case from woman to man, the Kiddushin and the Gerishin retroactively chal to the moment that the transaction occurred. Rav Yehuda is saying absolutely not. Both Kiddushin as well as Gerishin only chal from the moment the money was given and going forward. So, listen to this. Ruben says to this is your get on the condition that you give me 200 zuz. So, what's the halacha? Even if the get was torn or was destroyed, ultimately, again, she's ultimately, she's divorced. But she shouldn't really get remarried. Until she gets another get. In other words, both say, so here's what's interesting. So just, so just to clarify the case, right? Ruven gives Rachel a get on Thursday. He says, this is your get on the condition that you give me 200 zuz. So both say, so what's talacha? Even though, again, now the assumption over here, she hasn't yet given the money. Now what happened? The get was destroyed. On Friday, the get was destroyed. So what does the Brisa say? She is divorced. She's divorced. Ultimately, again, but she really should get another get before she gets married. Because it was, remember again, the get is her proof of divorce. So getting married, getting remarried, that proof of divorce is a, is a serious, a serious roll of the dice, a serious danger. So I'll say, so again, this seems to support the position of Rav Huna that there's a retroactivity clause that's built in. Votanya, furthermore, we learned, Ruben says to Rachel, this is your get on the condition you give me 200 zuz, umes. And now Ruben died. Right, so both say so. Nasna, if she had paid him the money before he died, ain't zekukal yavam. Ultimately, there's no yibum. Right, lo nasna. What if she didn't give the money zekukal yavam? Ultimately, again, then about say she's subject to yibum. Rabbi Shingol, Rabbi Shingol says no, 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 no. Senes laechav ola aviv ola echam inakrovim. Very sure. Rabbi Shingol says even after Ruvain died, she can give it to one of his relatives. And that satisfies the Tanai. Now, I will say, now, at kan lo pligi, ele de mar savar li velo liarshai, or liarshi, o mar savar afil liarshi. And I will say, the machlokes is, when a man makes this Tanai, when Ruvain makes this Tanai, is he saying, this money is payable only to me and not to my inheritors? Or no, technically, the money is payable even to my inheritors. However, to kuli ama mia tanai hava. But I will say, what comes clear over here, I will say, is, the, right, the clearest thing from these brises is that there is a tenai with a retroactivity clause that is built into this, right? There's, I should say differently. This is a tenai with a built-in retroactivity clause. I will say, who does that support? That supports Rafuna. That's Rav Huna's position. And it seems to refute the position of Rav Huda. Also remember again, Rav Huda is always of the position that when ultimately, again, is the transaction valid, when the money is tendered. Only when the money is tendered is it So we'll say all of these prices reflect that, no, that's not true, that the actual transaction is valid ultimately retroactively. Rav Huda will say, no, no, no. How many? We'll say whose opinion is reflected in these prices? Rav Huda. Here it is. Here it is. This is at the core of this machlokis. The machlokis Rafuna and Rabbi Huda is really a machlokis Rabbi and the Rabbanon, which is whenever you go ahead and you say Amenas, whenever you make a condition, does the condition come with a built in retroactivity clause? Rebbe says yes. Kala Omer al Menas, whenever you say on the condition, ki Omer me'achshav. Every condition by definition comes with a built in retroactivity clause. The Rabbanon disagree. 
don't disagree that you could build in a retroactivity clause, but rather, what do they hold? What do they hold? They hold that what? You have to articulate it. You have to say me action. In other words, when you say on the condition, on the condition does not automatically mean from now. It doesn't automatically build in a retroactivity clause. That's it. At, at the core of all of this, I will say, is when Reuven says to Rachel, this is your get or this is your kiddushin on the condition that I give you or you give me 200 zuz. So I will say, do we understand that he's saying that the kiddushin, the get, should be chal as of now or not? Or when the money is given? So ultimately, again, Rav Huna, sorry, Rav Yehuda will hold like the Rabbanon, that no, Anytime you make a condition, there's not an automatically implied retroactivity clause. Whereas Rav Huna holds like Rebbe, who says, yes, there is. Incredible, that's the machlokas. Gufa, so I'll say, let's analyze a little bit more. Amr Rav Huna, Amr Rebbe, Kolo Amr Amanas, Karame Akshav Dami. So I'll say, so again, Rebbe holds that whenever you say Amanas on the condition, on the condition always comes with a built-in retroactivity clause. Amr Rebbe Zeira, Ki Avinu Babavel, when I was in Babel, Hava Aminan, Hada Amr Rav Huna, Amr Amr Rebbe, Kolo Amr Amanas, Karame Akshav Dami. So Pligi Rabbanan Alei. So we'll say, when I was in Babel, so again, the, the gear, so the understanding we had was, Rebbe holds, Kolo Amr Amanas, is Kome Akshav, whenever you say on the condition, on the condition comes with a built-in retroactivity clause, and the Rabbanan disagree. Ki Salki Lahasam, but yet when I went to Eretz Yisrael, I heard Rav Asi sing over the name of Rav Yochanan. Everyone agrees that when you say Amenas, it's as if it's like Aksha from now. It's a built-in retroactivity clause. There's only a very specific machlokas regarding the verbiage of mehayom from today and after I die. Now, that's a gitten case, right? That's a gitten case. Reuven gives Rachel a get, Reuven gives Rachel a get, and he says to her, this is your get from today and after my death. So we just spoke about this before. We learned, but we just said before that that exact case, mehayom misa. And I will say, the, the reason why, why, why is this, a, so what's the halacha? If Ruling is Rachel again, he says to her, this is your get from today and after my death. So we'll say, so remember again, the Chachamim say, Suffolk get. Suffolk get. Why is it Suffolk get? I will say, why is it Suffolk get? Because we don't know what he's saying. Again, is it a tonight or is it a retraction? Right? Ultimately, again, is he saying, it's the get from today? And when I die, it's triggered as of today? Or ultimately, again, is he trying to give a pastumous get, which obviously doesn't work? Rebbe says, no, 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 this is a get. It's a t'nai, it's a t'nai. So the Gemara says, So now watch this. So just, just understand what's happening over here. What's happening over here. So Rabbi Zeyra says, in Bavel, in Bavel, so the way we understood the Machlokis Rebbe and the Rabbanon, was that in any case of Almanas, that was the Machlokis Rebbe and the Rabbanon, in any case of Almanas, Rebbe holds Almanas has a built-in retroactivity clause, the Rabbanon disagree. When I came to Eretz Yisrael, so the way, the way they were learning the base manager is, no, there's no Machlokis. Everyone agrees that Almanas on the condition comes with a built-in retroactivity clause. Aye, so what's the Machlokis? What's the Machlokis? The Machlokis was in a specific case of Gitin, of Mehayom Ula'achar Misa. That was the Machlokis case. Rebbe holds, that's a Tznai. 
The Rabbanon held, we don't know what that is. That, that is contradictory Lashon. We don't know. Maybe it's a Tanai, or maybe it's a retraction. Therefore, it'll have to be a Safeget. According to Rabbi Yehudo, who said that they argue on Almanas, so the Gemara says, So if that's the case, again, instead of arguing on the case of let them argue on Almanas as well. It's coming to tell you the Koach of Rabbi. Because again, coming to highlight the power of Rabbi's position, namely that even in the case of it still works, according to Rabbi. I have a niflegi ba'almanas, so why don't you go ahead and argue in almanas, and tell me, show me the power of the Rabbanan's position, that even in the case of almanas, ultimately again, the Rabbanan still argue, and say again that it doesn't work, it's not a retroactivity clause. But in general, whenever we have the ability to illustrate the power of permissiveness, right? that's what we would rather do. What we are left with over here, what we are left with over here is a fundamental machlokas, it's both Rebbe and the Rabbanon and Rav Hun and Rav Yehuda. And it's a fundamental machlokis. What is a fundamental machlokis? When you say Almanas on the condition, does Almanas come with an implied retroactivity clause? So you've got Rebbe and Rav Huna saying yes, Rav Yehuda and the Rabbanon saying no. Now we have another machlokis and that machlokis. Apparently, that's the way they understood the machlokis in Bavel. In Eretz Yisrael, they understood that that wasn't even a machlokis. Everyone agrees. Everyone agrees that halacha lamaisa, that halacha lamaisa, al-minas, comes with a built-in retroactivity clause. What was the machlokis, Rabbi and the Rabbanon? Only in one very specific case. What specific case? In the Gitan case of mehayom ula'achar misa. Rabbi says retroactivity clause. The Rabbanon say, we don't know what to do with that. Is, is that retroactivity clause or is that retraction? Not exactly sure about that. So we'll, say, we'll stop over here for today. Okay, we made, we made good headway today. We'll, say, we'll stop here for today. So tomorrow, we'll finish up the rest of the sugya. And Amir Sashem will also do the halach of the ma'isa in the machlokas, Rabbi Rabbanon, Rav Huna and Rabbi Huda. We'll say, shkoyach.